Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Xbox the Box and Xbox Podcast. My name is Patricia, and I'm with my good friend Alice. How are you doing today, Alice? Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, I think I think the autumn is really kicking my butt in the moment because yeah, I think as the weather's like made a huge complete shock to me, just like how they did my plants around me, because. I just ended up like getting really fatigued and yeah. and I just getting really burnt out. Like I've been doing like art every day for the I think doing October at the moment, and I did so yeah. much of it that I didn't get a chance to write on my book. But I think there was some like uh, some decent things going on in the moment. But then I'm just like, hmm, whatever. Yeah. I I I feel really burnt out as well. To be honest, it's literally, well, we're nearly at four four p.m. today, and I've literally only just really woke up properly. I got up earlier, but started watching, trying to catch up with Rick and Morty, and I uh, down and I, I played a little bit of Grounded, but I haven't really got much. I don't know. I feel like I got no energy. It's, it's this weather, I think, in the UK as well. We're we're struggling financially, uh, so I haven't got yeah, the heat on because... or anything. So it's freezing. <laughs> Me. Me neither, but my flat is quite uh, well insulated. However, yeah. um, you talk about grounded, and I did play a bit more. I'm starting to get used to the mechanics of it, and it's yeah, like it's, fun. Hmm, it's really interesting. But it has Should still got a bit of a steep learning t- curve as well. So it's just like, oh yeah, it's it's just like, yeah, I can definitely tell why it's important to like play with someone else because I imagine this game is a bit brutal. But at least it kind of yeah. forgives you from when you die because uh, in Minecraft all your items spread out, but if you die yeah. in grounded, you just leave a backpack and you have to yeah. go back and retrieve that. Yeah, and it also so that's like, kind of a bit cool. And in Minecraft, I think it like disappears after like ten minutes or something like that. Whereas the backpack, I died about a week ago. There's still some of my backpacks from, still from like ages ago that are still there. So you can still get your, your stuff back from that as well. So uh, I went too far out and then I, I've not been able to get back there since. So I'm going to have to try and get those backpacks back. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's what we've been playing as well. So like, I'm bringing that up to what we've been playing. And yeah, Grounded, loving it. Finally finally built my first house in Grounded. It's got, it's like, um, you know, at the beginning of the game, you like you find that area with the three laser beams. It's like uh, on a yes. platform. So I built a, a wall around the side of that. So it's like a mini house. And then I built a bridge across to my actual two-story building, which has like a leaf roof and everything. Oh. It took me ages. So I've got a nice, nice fancy house with, uh, with like uh, spit roasts at the bottom. And uh, we've got chairs and uh, multiple beds and stuff. All I do, I've been doing is building. I haven't got that far into the story yet, to be honest. Uh, but That's now I have the clever. Ability, yeah, now I have the ability to build floors and roofs. I've built a decent house now, so uh, yeah. I got as far as like building walls around the science lab as well as the door, and it took me a yeah. long while to pick up the resources there. I finally got around to doing the spit roast in the workshop, but then it just gets into a bigger challenge, and that's yeah, it's getting water. I just keep yes. running that water and. Getting the dirty water from those puddles is never works. Then I found out no. that when it comes to getting water, you just have to get some dew from the grass, and you have to like yep. use it to collect water. 
But it's also, but it's also quite rare to find that, which is why you should find some way to store water, like having a canister or the storage tanks, yeah. and that I way you can have that, more yeah. water in case you. Oh, you still haven't got that. No, but yeah, I, I always do the do thing. I, I climb, I'll climb up the leaves, or I'll knock the bottom of the leaf, so the dew drop will fall off. Then chase mm. it, and then drink the dew drop. That usually is pure, so you don't get any. Uh, yeah, you don't get a bad stomach from eating, drinking dr- dirty water. You have just uh, like, uh, yeah, dew drops. Oh, it's it's uh, so much fun though. I really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's a bit harder because... than Minecraft, though, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I think the real problem is the steep learning curve. And the thing yeah. is, you'll probably, probably be ending up trying to learn so much things before you get on the story. Like, yeah. you can't basically beeline through the story objectives, and you just often find yourself trying to survive as much as you can. But yeah. is it is it still ideal to try to play this with friends because of its like difficulty yeah. spikes and everything I mean they recommend you play it with friends I should probably we should probably play it at some point I've still not I've still been playing it mm. on my own uh, but yeah, I would like to play it with get some people on if you guys want to play online with me uh, add me on Xbox uh, potato chief <laughs> all the all the O's are zeros and we can play some uh, grounded so yeah does it allow only up to four players? Uh, yeah, I think so. Four players. Because I think sh- you only like you only like get tied to one of the characters you play as in the game. Yeah. So I think that's a limitation there. Yeah. What character did you pick? I picked the guy with glasses. I can't remember his name now. Uh, the nerdy one. <laughs> uh, Bev, me. Uh, just gonna go uh, grab fo- uh, find out for the browser because. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I didn't. I think none of I us actually like. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just trying to pick this. Yeah, you basically get to play as Pete, Max, Hoops, Pete. and Villo. Yeah, Pete's yeah, who Pete. I picked. Who did you pick? Willow. Willow. Yeah, Willow's, Willow's cool, yeah. So we need a max of the hoops to fill our team out, <laughs> so we can survive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the spiders are terrified. Like I shared a video on um on Twitter the other day. I was literally in my house. So I just left the house in the game. It's pitch black, and it literally the the leaves just moved apart, and a giant spider just dived at me and killed me instantly. And it was like the most terrifying thing ever. I'm like, yep, I'm not, I'm, I'm good. I'm good now. Like pitch black, like a giant spider, like right inside my house, like right, or just right outside my house. Terrifying. Uh, but, is it posted on your Patio Chief Twitter? I think it's all. I think it's on our Xbox box Twitter, I believe. Oh right. Yeah. I'm just trying to load this up because my internet is still Twitter. bad and still not being sorted out. Like, did a couple of days oh, ago, gosh. so you probably won't be able to. It, you might be able to find it on there. I posted it a couple of days ago, but yeah, I just thought it was f- uh, funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and terrifying. Oh, oh there it is. In a, in a... Oh, you it. found it. Yeah, it is, and was it, it on is. the Xbox four, box? Yeah, it's on the Xbox box page four four days ago. Yeah, so. Oh. 
terrified. Absolutely terrified. I don't know if I should. Sh I could probably share it in the video. I'm gonna try to remember to edit that in now. I've got a terrible memory when it comes to editing stuff. That's uh, why right. don't blame you. So much videos, so little time. So. Okay, load. Oh, I got the video up. Oh, you just pick up a sap. Nice, well done. Yeah, <laughs> it just gets me. Oh, uh, terrifying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely terrifying. Oh, thank you. I'm done. <laughs> I'm good for that. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, just trying to pick up the bat again, but oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Whoa! So there's those weird, weird sounds coming up of some sort. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I just don't like those sounds when I was like playing it because it's like scary. Whoa! Or it just feels like oh, it's either the big monster or the spiders something like that. It's just like the spiders are genuinely terrifying in that game. They scare the. It's like I couldn't stand why they have arachnophobia mode on there. I just I just kept it off because I just wanted the authentic experience. But damn, they're scary. Like oh. Well, Especially when they come well, out of nowhere honest, like that, pitch black. Well, to be honest, I've been like filled in with lots of spiders there, but but I think it's just uh, really annoying. It's yeah. just like, it gives you that more surreal environment. It gives you a different take on how you approach things. The game is yeah. very well designed. They've got the right kind yeah. of theme. And I just love like how they just like get you... Uh, miniskilled and somehow you yeah. have to work around with all those changes like you have to get water from the grass and then you have to figure out how to store it yeah. and also you have to learn how to beat the spiders but I, I just personally feel that the spiders are just so annoying because oh, yeah. like spiders you can like either you capture them and throw them out or you just sweep, use a vacuum cleaner to clean them up but in the <laughs> game it's just like uh these are literally the Grim Reapers because the moment you get get caught by one, you just end up uh, getting killed. I almost you... caught a spider in that big hole, dead end there. Yeah. And it got trapped. So I tried to like, work around the wall and just like kill the spider one by bit. Yeah. But then it escaped and killed me. So yeah, it's no. just like... They're, they're you just... You need a group of people to really kill them. Really, that's that's the thing. They're they're really they're really tough. They're like the big baddies in this game. The giant spiders. It's, yeah, not a fan of spiders. It, you saw my reaction to the spider heck, and that didn't even look like proper spiders. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because I think imagine if you played this on Twitch, it would be like an interesting experience. But oh, yeah, but but yeah, it's just like really really annoying because. You just feel as if it constrains you and you have to spend a good amount of time in the game on your own oh, before yeah. you get to the point where you can kill a spider. But even so, it's just like, you just end up trying to survive and it's just as ridiculous as Don't Starve, which is yeah. another game oh, where yeah, you I have really to go through, try to get some food, but you have to do as much as you can before the winter starts and you have to keep yourself warm. Yeah. Don't Starve is a hard survival game as well. I've I played quite a few survival games. It's uh, interesting. Uh, 
Yeah, and also there's a, there's a rumor of a, a new uh, survival game coming out late, uh, as well from TG Product Red, which we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah, it's like hmm. I think Grounded's a pretty good start, a pretty good survival game. It's a it's 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 a bit hard to get the like to get your grip on it, but as soon as you've got the basics, it's, it's it becomes quite easy and quite fun. Um, I really hmm. want I really want to get further in it. We'll have to do some multiplayer soon, definitely. Definitely do some more. Oh yeah, most definite. I've also been playing Overwatch Two when I can actually get on there. I've only played like two matches, but um, yeah, it plays just like Overwatch One. I don't really notice much difference, to be perfectly honest. Um, I use Reinhardt. Yeah. I use Reinhardt. I put the sh- uh, like I played the mode where you gotta get the car into the other base by like basically territory so i just stood on the car with my shield up like i always do with reinhardt and basically knock people back whenever they try and get it then basically i move the car forward on my own essentially <laughs> i almost won the match on my own uh got a but apart from that well, so <laughs> yeah but yeah and that's basically it it just plays like overwatch isn't it yeah it's not much if you played overwatch one You've you've played Overwatch two. It's not much different. There's a different amount of players. I think. I think it was six in Overwatch one, and now it's five. I think. I think it's five versus five now, and it used to be six. Yeah. That's the only that. real difference. And then obviously there's new characters, but it plays just like Overwatch one. I said I literally did the exact same strategy I always used to do with Reinhardt, and I it worked just fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, still use Reinhardt. Still enjoying it when I got to play it. As I said, there's a couple of times I went on there and it was literally like queues of like 5,000 people ahead of me. I'm like, well, I'm not playing that tonight. Yeah, then. that's that's the problem because when I've launched, you just have a huge queue. And yeah. quite often, like, it's easy enough for me to get into the game. Then I just like, oh, there's 60, just waiting for like a minute or two. Yeah. I'll put a cup of tea on. Yeah. And it's just like, the queues get worse during the night, and it's just like, it's just so hard to get into it. But when I just access it today, it's easy enough for me to get into there. Yeah. But it's just like, uh, a launch as well. They, no had, they had multiple. A launch. They had multiple DOS attacks. Uh, DOS attacks. So multiple people hacking it and bringing it down. I don't know why people do that. It's like, what do you get from ruining people's experience? I don't understand why mm. people do that, but. Children. It's not just the queues though, because I only played. I was like only played one match because I was playing with Kurito or whether that uh, new character from Overwatch yeah, who the, is the Kitsune the... user. Yeah. So, so you just like been playing. I've been playing as her, and it's it's all right healer. But then, when I completed the game and unlocked the achievement, I was instantly logged off and. Oh. And then I had to rejoin a queue, and it's like, oh, I can't be bothered with this. <laughs> nah, yeah. I wait. It's, I'm gonna give it a couple more weeks until it's like fixed properly, and then I'll probably play it properly. Uh, yeah. If you've bought the battle pass, because I I haven't. I usually buy the battle Me pass neither. when I want to play a game, but I'm not. I'm not first on it. it. Don't seem like this doesn't seem that impressive. I was tempted to like get a battle pass and then get some extra coins to get one of the skins and just thought like that game didn't really turn out well so why no. spend on it? I've been duped like Halo Infinite yeah. and somehow like I've been spending on it and then the shop like the past two weeks they brought back the yapping 
uh, bundles. And it's like, really? Like, yeah. they literally have nothing nice to offer? And then you expect me to go on Twitch to get more drops? I mean, come on. Yeah. And, and also, it's just like... It's just like as if they're dealing with their own infighting and having those issues. And when yeah. they could have been focusing I'll... on delivering content... Then I'd have been spending on paladins when I thought, oh. oh, it's really interesting. But then it's just like, oh, it's just like, no, no yeah. point. Because I'm already also getting I, uh, the most out of juice out of it. Also, I was thinking, uh, with Game Pass, the uh, the with the with League of Legends and all that, they've they've struck a deal so you can get all the characters from League of Legends through Game Pass. I'm wondering when the ABK deal's done, when when Xbox owns Activision Blizzard, if they will have it. So if you can have all the characters, if you have Game Pass, as possible, because they've done it. They're doing it with League of Legends and all their type of games. So if they own Overwatch, I'm sure they could do that. So like, have all the well, characters on Overwatch where... too on Game Pass. Possibly. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, that's a problem because, like. I owned Overwatch 1 on the PlayStation 4. I also yeah. own the Origins Edition on PC. So it should yeah. be able to transfer that ownership over and I should have and I'm entitled to access all the heroes. It's only yeah. if you like started Overwatch 2 and like oh you get you get some of the heroes and you have to work towards it. But all when right. I popped into the game, I noticed that it got weird of Bastion, and apparently it's because the hero was broken due to carpet bobs. Oh, right. And, okay. weird. and then there's Torbjorn, and there's one of the new Overwatch characters. They've been locked or somehow banned for being used in the ranked matches. And I'm like, really? I like, I can't I access that. all of my heroes. And they have a right to remove characters if they deem to be too powerful. Like, this is an so. authentic Overwatch experience when they obviously, like, have more control on how they deliver the content over to you. Like, yeah. this even gets even worse because, yeah, they changed the microtransactions instead of loot boxes. That's right. But the payment system is just, like, worse because it just seems as if it charges you more. Like, you pay extra for skins. And the ratio between the coins and the money is just a bit skewed. Like, as if you're paying more for extra coins. And I don't know if I had the chance to use the legacy coins just yet. Yeah. <clears throat> and even worse is that you do the daily challenges, you do level up, but you do the weekly challenges and you get a tiny amount of coins, which is why you have to spend, like, a few years on it before you get enough yeah. Coins to get a lot of the cosmetics for the character. It's like it's just yeah. that's like much worse than Halo Five in terms of grinding. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I heard that you need to have, play at least a hundred matches to lock all the characters. Now, I think that's what I heard, <clears throat> which seems ridiculous. Um, yeah, I I have a uh, I have Overwatch One as well on my uh, Xbox. And I have it on Switch as well, so it's um, interesting. Uh, they've they've they have migrated my account over, I think. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've access um, to most of the characters. Yeah, actually, uh, it did happen to me because I did go through and try to get those accounts working, 
And thankfully, yeah. they went from both my PlayStation and PC accounts, which means I got all the cosmetics that unlocked in Overwatch yeah. 2. And that's good. Also, it comes with an added benefit that I can like continue on whichever platform I go on. Because yeah. I stopped playing Overwatch when I moved over to Xbox, but now I can play Overwatch again because it allows cross-progression and you get all the skins you got from different versions. So it's quite yeah. good. As I said, I'm hoping that when Xbox owns owns this game, because they will own it soon, that there will be some Game Pass perks as well, as I'm hoping for, fingers crossed. Like, all the new characters are available on Game Pass, or you get, like, extra stuff every month, like they do with, when they do with Halo, like, you get, like, a, like new skins and stuff. I, I would like that. I would just like to have a bit more of an incentive to go and play it every month. Like if I got free stuff from Game Pass every month for Overwatch, I would totally play it every month just to get the new stuff. Uh, I, I, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I totally would. Uh, so that's all I've been playing is grounded in Overwatch. I played a little bit of Deathloop. Um, I kind of, I've, I've kind of had my fill with Deathloop. I'm still enjoying it, but it's like I don't feel like I'm making any progress. It's the same four levels over and over, and over again. It's enjoyable, but I've kind of got a bit. It's kind of getting a bit tedious a little bit now. I just want to try and get to the end, if anything. Um, but yeah, that's, oh, that's all I played. Yeah, it's there's a story, there's an ending to the story, but I've literally played the same four levels like tw- like ten, fifteen times now, and I don't know what I need to do to finish the game. I just I'm doing all the side objectives and stuff, and I'm hoping that'll unlock everything. So I'm still I'm still playing it when I get chance. But yeah, mainly playing me playing grounded and playing a little bit of Overwatch. But yeah, is there anything else you've been playing this well, week? To- well, to me, I played a bit of Overwatch 2, but it gave me enough incentive to catch up with Paladins before they went yeah. into a new battle pass. But now I'm just like saying, I just got a bit pet up with it, to be honest, because yeah. I've been playing the same kind of modes, been grinding on bot matches to get through levels, and I'm just beginning to feel like I get a little bit fed up because All I don't right. think there's enough variety going on, and just like, mm, not so great. In fact, yeah. it just makes me wonder if Overwatch 2 is going to catch up and I end up playing more of it. Because I think Paladins is like, you get actual matches and you don't have problems, except you have bugs with the whole game. And it also lacks the reasons for you to play more matches apart. You're just literally there to grind bot matches with different characters just to get right, all okay, the Battle Pass awards. And it's just like... Well, it's not so fun. Plus, I'm just getting a little bit tired with having to deal with microtransactions. And I thought, yeah, it's no point. I'm just not getting much out of it. So I'd probably be... I am so close to like quitting on it. So once the new Battle Pass comes over and I use the remaining crystals to get it, then I'll yeah. probably be like, yeah, just drop out of it and just try something else. Probably train on Grounded or Overwatch yeah. 2. Yeah. Are you playing it on Switch or are you playing it on Xbox or, or PC Paladins? Uh, well, mostly Xbox at the moment. The okay. Switch is it's just a bit like a bit flimsy. It takes longer to yeah. load, but I don't know if it's to do my internet connection. But I think the Xbox is like probably the best version to play well, it on unless you're on PC because that would be even better. I've heard that apparently that. If you play Overwatch on Xbox, you get first selection of characters because of the SSD, because it loads quicker. You get you get first choice. I've heard that as a rumor, but I'm not. Having, I can't confirm or deny that is the case. But 
that's what some Xbox people have told me that you can actually play it. You get first dibs of the character select screen because you it loads quicker apparently on Xbox than any other system apparently. Take that with a grain of salt. I'm not sure how true that is, but that's what I've heard. <laughs> um, so that's all I've been playing this week. Should we move on to the news, or was there anything else? You yeah. Want to... Yeah. So we got quite a lot of news to cover this week. Um, so the big. So we'll start off with one of the big news stories. Brazil has approved the APK deal, the Activision Blizzard King deal. Um, basically, it's it's amazing. I love it. It's like the greatest thing I've ever read in my entire life. They basically <laughs> got all Jim Ryan's petty arguments that he was saying, like, where we can't compete and all that. And then Brazil have completely dismantled all his arguments. It's basically, he's Brazil are basically saying what we've been saying. It's hilarious. I love it. Like, they were like saying stuff like, uh, Call of Duty is not an essential game. You have options. And they say Nintendo Switch is still successful without Call of Duty, so you don't need it. If Xbox made Call of Duty exclusive, it would it would damage them more than it would damage anyone else. Like it would so like calm down. They said they're going to give it to you and stuff. They basically just pointed out all the loopholes and say showing how pathetic Jim White Ryan is uh, for P- uh, for PlayStation. It was beautiful. It was really it was it is. I couldn't believe it when I read it because I thought there's no way this like this is an official document from a country, like official business, and they're like saying like stuff like uh, it's not their it's not our role to protect Sony uh, slash PlayStation's interests or their position, even if Call of Duty or Activision catalog goes exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem. They do we do not believe that it will affect the market in an anti-competitive way. Um, competition is good for our consumers so it's like basically just like pointing out the the talking rubbish which is amazing <laughs> it's, it's absolutely amazing it makes me it, yeah it, it makes me joy very joy because i was really worried and concerned that they would listen to jim ryan and all the bollocks he's talking like the complete rubbish and they've basically gone no you're talking rubbish we know you, you you're just scared of competition uh and they just well, completely think... dismantled it it was brilliant <laughs> Well, I, it's not much to me because I think this whole thing is brought up because because uh, Jim Ryan and Sony is just like trying to cause up the fuss and try to disrupt yeah. their deal. But Microsoft want, has got them by to pay Activision. Yeah. They get it. It's just Sony is kicking up the fuss and trying to throw exactly. sand in their eyes. But I can say that I think the real... Uh, possible obstacle to their deal is probably UK because they have yeah. doubts about this kind of deal as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So like Jim Ryan, the stuff that basically Brazil have said that Jim Ryan's talking nonsense essentially, but the UK kind of were backing up everything Jim Ryan was saying, which is really concerning. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping that we're not going to be the stupid ones and we're not going to ruin it for everyone else. I don't know what, they, I don't know what's going to happen. Like what? What are they gonna do? The UK, like are they gonna like they can't like stop the deal completely because they what? Like Microsoft will go well. We're not gonna sell stuff in the UK anymore, and then we'd be screwed. <laughs> like our whole podcast would be dead. <laughs> um, I well, don't. I don't really know what what would happen. Like if it's approved everywhere in the world apart from the UK, I'm sure that's not gonna. We're not gonna be the ones to stop it, right? It's weird. I don't know what you think. Well, well, the other countries. Don't particularly trust the UK anyway, so no. they'll probably disregard their opinion since UK's been 
getting so cracked up like oh, other yeah. countries are like more concerned. I mean, just look at this government. <laughs> it's a complete joke, our government at the moment. It's it's hysterical how bad our, our country is at the moment. It is falling to just pieces. Like, just like their high courts. Remember yeah. that when they tried to get the medications away from trans kids? Oh, it's horrible. The high court is like, oh, let's just go ahead with it. Oh, the evidence popped up. Ah, never mind. They're doing the U-turn. Yeah. I... It just shows like how much UK tries to be more fair with the whole law when obviously they're just making like a bunch of dumb decisions but sorry i just thought i would bring this up but yeah it's just the uk has has really got a lot to piss us off with yeah and we're basically we've elected like apparently liz tress who is our um, new prime minister is apparently even more right-wing than margaret thatcher and she was like the most right-wing uh, politician we've ever had as prime minister. Uh, she's an idiot as well. Well, side of things. like basically, and uh, like they 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 cut all tax breaks for millionaires, but charge more tax to the poor people. So essentially, if you're poor, you're fucked. If you're rich, then you just have more 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 money. Trickle down economics. Yeah, right. Okay. I don't, uh, whatever. I don't believe that in for one second. That the rich are reinvested in this country. They never have. I don't you know, know where they start now. I think what this trust could have been is that she could have been like James Einwood from uh, Ruby. Oh, sorry, General Einwood. I don't want to get shot by him. (laughs) I don't know. I've I've never seen Ruby, but yeah, I get what you... But But if anyone knows what I'm talking about, Ruby, Volume 7 and 8, like, there's Atlas and there's Mantle. And what this basically is happening in the UK many has been like this, because... This trust is like trying to build Atlas, make the utopia for rich people. Yeah. And we're literally mantle and it's just like, oh, we're just completely being screwed over and somehow we run out of heating. And this is just what happens to mantle in like volume seven to eight. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, I mean it's real life as well, that's a scary thing. They're basically like going, Oh, you're too poor to pay heating, tough shit, die, basically. Like, <laughs> that's literally all this it's like it's ridiculous. They don't care about the working class people in this country. I don't want to really I, get political, but I'm just, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's horrible. And I don't really want to spoil you, so I really <laughs> recommend you watch Volume 7 to 8 because you can definitely tell, like, how the government goes, like, a bit extra from, like, Liz, what Liz Truss is trying to do, and it's just, like, goes into full genocide. But I'm not wow. going to reveal Lovely. too much. But, in fact, I forgot to mention, like, I'd be... I finish half a tour that asks Airbender or three books, and I learned about the Fire Nation. It's like, hmm, interesting, and it deals with genocide. But Lovely. Not, not totally related to that, but in positive news that Chainsaw Man comes on con- Country World, which you need premium for, and so far it's becoming like the best, like one of the best animes out there. The Chainsaw yeah. Man is just like about a guy who has a chainsaw for his head and for his wrists. It's right. quite fun. <laughs> I think we got off tangent a little bit here, just a little bit. <laughs> I'm pretty bad with that. Uh, in, in good, in, so, in good news, Brazil has approved Activision Blizzard's uh, king. And so is Saudi Arabia. And, and I know Saudi Arabia, everyone thinks they're the best country for for this kind of stuff. But, you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to get into Saudi. Um, well, 
It's, well, about the LGBT issues, that's a very different uh, matter in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and also the killing of uh, press and stuff and all the corruption in, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> I know Brazil is kind of corrupt as well, but the fact that Brazil have been the most... Uh, they seem to literally work, like they've said the right thing. They say the right things at the moment, so I'm I'm on their side at the moment. I'm really shocked and proud of like that that the way they uh, stood up to Jim Ryan and completely said what you're saying is nonsense. So I'm I'm happy about it. Um, but yeah, the biggest the anyway. biggest threat is the EU and Britain when it comes to this deal. I think. Um, yeah. Now apparently... let's uh, change the subject by sending you a spaghetti photo. <laughs> okay, I don't know what I you just sent me. it to you. Okay, all right. Um, okay, I, oh, okay. Speak of the, the grass cat who's but stoned. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was saying now. Um, oh, yeah, so Brazil, like people might be going, like, oh, well, what difference does it make with Brazil? Apparently Brazil held up the Disney Fox deal apparently as well from what I've heard, uh, so they mm. were the reason why Fo- uh, Fox Sports was separated from Fox mo- uh, Movies uh, when with the merger of Disney, and that's why Fox Sports became a kid own thing. So you know Brazil have got the power to do stuff. So if they wanted to put their foot in and make it difficult for Microsoft, they could have done so. So that's a big hurdle we've we've jumped here so hopefully we're getting close to it i want i want free call of duty that's like literally the reason i care <laughs> oh i want free i want free activision games on game pass god damn it <laughs> yeah do, 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 do. just trying to get the lyrics uh let's see who can we get in the case we need Perry Mason again. I'm so confused. I don't know what's going on. What's going on? Okay. You know that Ozzy Osbourne is saying about like Perry Mason. Sometimes you just call him him to get this case all done. Oh, okay. <laughs> so in other news, let's <laughs> change subject. Uh, CG Project Red. Have gone a bit crazy. They've done a Marvel or a Bethesda. They've they've given out a roadmap of the ne- of the games they're going to be announcing for the next ten years. Uh, they're like, yeah, you know, like there's a new Marvel film. There's going to be the Kang Dynasty, like three four years time. But yeah, CD Projekt Red have done that now with the Witcher stuff. They've announced uh, the Witcher Four, which is going to be a trilogy that's going to be released over six years, and it's codenamed Polaris. They have Orion, which is a sequel to Cyberpunk 2077. So what? Cyberpunk 2078, maybe? I don't know. They got Hardor, or Hardar, which is a new game, a new IP for CG Project Red. Uh, Canis Monjaris is another Witcher game. So they release an original trilogy and another Witcher game at the same time. For a moment there... I thought I heard it's like cannabis manuana. I don't can it. I cannabis It's a. Is they're all star signs, and then Sirius is a molasses flood game, which is going to be a Witcher game as well. They're known for making survival games. So I mentioned this earlier in the when we talk about grounded. They they made. So is it going to be flooded with molasses, which is like black treacle? Ooh, that'd be lovely. The, so the, the molasses <laughs> flood is the name of the developer. They 
make survival games and they're making a Witcher game, so the odds are it's going to be a Witcher survival game, which would be interesting. Um, or it could just be Witcher Cart, for all we know, or Witcher fighting game, who knows. But they're known for, they're known for making uh, survival games, so the odds are it'll be a Witcher survival game, which would be interesting. And then there's a Witcher trilogy, a Witcher spin-off, a cyberpunk sequel and a new game as well that they're making all at the same time and they said the witcher trilogy is going to be built so there's a new one out every two years well they said it's going to be six years over six years there's going to be three new witcher games that's insane mm. so they've basically got i would say crazy. i would have to say that to all of those games with from uh i think it's project red yeah. i would say to them good luck yeah, good luck. I would say calm down a little bit. You know, chill out. Like, Cyberpunk... I mean, the Cyberpunk twenty twenty seven has been launched with loads of bugs, exactly. and I don't know all of them as I've been fixed up. So, if they were going to bring out the the Witcher four, yeah, or whatever the new trilogy, bring up a Cyberpunk sequel, and even coming up with a new original IP, it just seems as if they didn't even free times the amount of projects oh yeah. wait a minute five times the projects a lot of projects and it took them a while to get uh cyberpunk made since it took about the seven years i think it took like seven years and it still wasn't working when they made it it was still broken um yeah they, they said they're going to change the engines they said they've also opened a new a new studio in america with a lot of their staff moving over there uh so there's a new studio there's but there's just like yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in for a CG Project Red, especially when they've had such difficulty, especially, as you said, Cyberpunk's still, still broken in a lot of cases. <laughs> and they're releasing all these new games. It's kind of insane. Uh, is there anything you're looking forward to? Like a, a new Witcher game? Would that be like something you're looking forward to? Or, or would you want uh, a new Cyberpunk? Not really. No? <laughs> I think I'm just out of the loop of those things. Because the only game I bought is The Witcher 2 on the Xbox 360. And oh, I thought, right. yeah, that's quite nice. The UI is just iffy, but for the yeah. most part, it's just like, ah, it's good. Witcher... Nice to play through the story, and it's quite nice. Witcher 3 is really good. It's like it's like Skyrim, but like third person, and it's like got a bit more like dead story, which I, I really like Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. And I, I, I want to get Cyberpunk again, but the price has gone up. <laughs> it's gone up in price. I'm like, ah, oh, man. Really? I was going to buy... Uh, yeah, I'd be waiting for it to be, like, cheap. It's, ever since they've released this new anime, the uh, Cyberpunk Blade Runners, I think they're called, on uh, Netflix, uh, the price of Cyberpunk 777 has gone up in price now. And apparently, the, the new anime has brought a load of new people into the show. Like, when the... When uh when they do the Witcher show on Netflix, they, apparently that brought in a load of new Witcher fans as well. So it's like um, yeah, is that's what Sony are trying to do now, and it's kind of annoying. They're like re-releasing The Last of Us and Horizon because they're making Horizon and The Last of Us TV shows. So they're hoping the TV shows will get more people to play the game. So they're re-releasing the games to get more people to play them. If that makes any sense? It's well, like it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just like they already slashed the, slashed the price by half like a few times. So now yeah. the, the fact is I re, they raised the price up means it feels like it's a missed opportunity to get it for 25 quid on the Xbox store. 
Yeah, I was going to buy it for 25 quid as well, and I'm not paying 50 for it. <laughs> I'm not paying 50 for it, no thank you. Uh, I get it off Amazon <laughs> or something. Um, I played it quite a bit, but I I, uh, I, I, got it, I bought Cyberpunk day one, got refunded my money back, and then I played the trial for a little bit, because you can, you can play a trial for a couple of hours, but wait, I want to do what I do want to try and get Cyberpunk again, but I don't want to get it when it's still buggy, I want to get it when it's like fixed, <laughs> essentially. Uh, everyone says it's more or less fixed now, which is nice. So I'm waiting for it to go down. I'm not paying fifty quid. I'll wait for it to go down in price again, <laughs> or to go on Game Pass, which is always an option for for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. What I mean, I, I'm interested to see what the survival game is going to be like in this new IP. But we kind of know what Witcher and uh, Cyberpunk, we kind of know what to expect with those, I suppose, because they're known quantities, right? Uh, Witcher mm-hmm. Trilogy should be fun. Uh, maybe you'll play as um, someone else. You look, Instead of Gerald, you play as um, Siri. Maybe she's a good character, so that'd be kind of cool. Um, so, Siri, well, are you talking about Cyberpunk or is it the Witcher? The Witcher. Uh, Siri's I... a character in The Witcher. I only played like Richard Two, and it's only like uh, played with uh, Gerard, and he's the only playable character yeah. in this. And you get to tr- make choices, but then I didn't realize in Richard Three you can play as different characters. But I do apologize for not having the chance to play it because it was like a huge thing in 2015. But oh, I yeah. think I just ended up like having other things going on that I just completely missed out on it, like. I go on this, no, and this yeah. is going to be a very long time before I catch up with Cyberpunk, and I do hate for it to come out for like ten quid because yeah, it is problem. a kind of game that is like ends up with that. <laughs> I would like to play it on the cheap, yeah. Uh, Witcher Three, yeah, you play as Gerald in Witcher Three, but where, uh, the spin-off, see, the sequel or the spin-off, we might play as new characters. I'm not, we're not sure yet. They haven't confirmed or denied that yet, so I'm I'm really curious to see what happens. Um, but yeah, like if like Xbox is kind of the home of the Western RPGs now. We own we have a Vowed Fable, uh, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Starfield, uh, Outer Worlds. So it's nice to see another company making some Western RPGs because like uh, yeah, it's, otherwise it's all Xbox. <laughs> um, we own every other one. Uh, like, if you're a PlayStation owner or a PlayStation fan, you must be happy because, like, you know, there is actually some Western RPGs to come into to PlayStation still because we own all the rest of them on our on Xbox. So, <laughs> well, one, every... it's all this talk of like Western RPGs. So the Japanese RPGs. Yeah, we don't have any Japanese RPGs on the on the Xbox, unfortunately, or not very, or very little, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, check out that Game Pass. You definitely see Japanese RPGs, but these are mostly re-releases, as far as I know. Yeah, no, I mean first part. Otherwise, you get the indie ones like Chris Tales and stuff like that. But for yeah, that's about it. I say I say every week or most weeks, they need to buy Sega. It's as simple as that. We need Sega, Xbox buy Sega, so we can have some JRPGs. Get Persona Day I wonder One on Xbox. Dis- <laughs> I wonder if we're going to be discussing about that every week now instead of Probably. Halo. <laughs> well, yeah, that's how uh, we're usually talking about Halo multiplayer now. It's going to be uh, Xbox buying Sega every week. That's the new. That's the new uh, weekly topic. 
Mm. When's it gonna happen? I want it to happen. That's what that's what I would uh, that's what I would do if I was uh, Microsoft. So that uh, so yeah, those are the big two big news stories. So we're gonna move on to our topic of the show. Yes. Yep. Topic of the show. Topic of the show. I need to come up with a jingle or something. Uh, t- today's topic of the show is Phil Spencer's shelf, which is behind me on the green screen. Um, Phil Spencer leaked a brand new Xbox, um, the codenamed, uh, oh, what was it called? Oh, I forgot the name of the codename now. Keystone, that's it. It was called Codename Keystone. It's been rumoured for a long time. It's right there above my head. You can barely see it. It's tiny. But it's essentially a small Xbox. Moment... Sorry? For the moment, though, I thought I thought it was about watching the paint dry or regarded as a slow news day. <laughs> but bear in mind, this is only for like a photo and people are just like made lots of assumptions of what's this going to be and what's it going to be like when yeah. it's going to be like huge. So, well, so Phil, they have come out since and said that this is a prototype of the Keystone, and they're not going to release this version, and they might release one at a later date. So, yeah, I mean, it's a streaming device. It's a streaming box. Um, it mm. looks like the Series S, but smaller. Like the Series S is already tiny, so this is like the size of about an iPhone, probably. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a cool idea. Like if you uh, like if you if you got like a non gamer in the family, but you want them to get an Xbox, you could just get them that. It's like fifty quid. Here you go. Here's a streaming box. You can play Call of Duty with us or whatever. You don't have to buy a new console. I mean, that's pretty sweet. I think, uh, especially. I as think. Is it... I think this is similar to the PlayStation TV. Like, yeah, it's a small thing, uh, but it's got a internals of the PS Vita which you can play on the TV and I feel this is the same one with Xbox except I think it kind of appears as if it's meant for streaming only Uh, what do you think? It's a streaming only yeah it's supposed to be a streaming only box so I mean it's funny because like when we did our E3 predictions last year or the year before like basically when we started the podcast I was on about Xbox is going to release a streaming stick and they're going to release a streaming handheld console and both of those things are happening. Uh, we got the Logitech uh, handheld GeForce, three hundred quid for a ha- for a streaming handheld. Not good, but when the the it's 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 a start. We'll get there eventually, and then we'll get the Keystone eventually as well. So, mm. it's instead of a Google, instead of like a what's it called, a Google Chrome or whatever they're called, or like an Apple TV. It's the Xbox version of that. So it's just a streaming box, so you'll probably be able to use Netflix and stuff on it as well. But it would be like a Netflix, YouTube and all that, and then also streaming your Xbox games on there. They'd just be Game Pass enabled. So obviously when Call of Duty's on Game Pass, that's going to be a big seller, I think. Like if you say to the, like, oh, I want to play Call of Duty with my friends, it's like, oh, 50 quid for a little tiny box with a controller. You can play as much Call of Duty as you want. Like, I think that's going to be a bargain, I think. Um, I mean, how much do you well, think it's going to cost? I think it's going to be about 100 quid, would be my guess. What well, do you think? I would have to button first that you mentioned about, like, watching Netflix and stuff like that. So I just wondered, like, hmm, well, how do I put it? It's just like, um, 
Is it going to be like a same interface you get on the Xbox that runs from the box, and then you only like get to choose options, which only allows you to stream? Like, do you think this could work in this very tiny box there? I mean, the thing is, like, it's it's something you like. Chromecast is it's a little dongle that you plug yeah. into your TV and does only like streaming, and yeah. has a very simple interface. In fact, it's just like just a desktop, and then you stream stuff onto it. But if it's going to be a bigger box, then obviously they get some more bigger internals. So I don't think it's just limited for getting the best performance out of your control interface. It could be like something extra. I'm I'm not sure to be honest. I mean, like uh, I'm I'm hoping that they'll have a better user interface than the Xbox, like the, what we have at the moment. It seems a bit it'd be a bit complicated for for newcomers. I feel like this is going to be designed for the casual market. Like I feel like they want to get people like us on the Xbox Series X and the Series S. They want to get the like the more hardcore gamers involved. And I feel like this is like their next step after that is like trying to get more casual people in, like mobile gamers or like lapsed gamers or like older gamers, you know, or even younger ones like kids. Like if you like go, I got the family plan on Game Pass, and my nephew wants an Xbox. Get him the streaming, get him the streaming box for fifty quid, plus a controller, mm. so it'd be a hundred quid altogether. I mean, like the box itself is gonna be like fifty. I, this is my prediction, probably wrong. I think the box is going to be about 50 quid and then 50 quid for a controller on top. So like 100 quid or you could buy it without a controller if you already have a controller. Um, yes. That's what I think probably because the, 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 cause the thing is you have the Series S, which is 250 quid. So it's got to be cheaper than the Series S for it to be worthwhile. And it's got to be considerably cheaper. Otherwise, what's the point? Why would you just buy a Series S? Because it does, you can actually play games natively on the Series S, whereas your cards on this streaming box. So you know it's it's got to be priced like cheaply, you'd think. Uh, plus, Xbox want to get Game Pass on everyone's TV. They want Game Pass to be everywhere. So they, basically, I think they're going to take the loss on the price of the. Co- I think they're going to sell this for as cheap as they possibly can, just to get it in people's houses, essentially. Uh, like even if you're a PlayStation yeah. owner, like they basically want people who are like PS5 owners who are like hardcore Sony fans who are going to be like, I'd never buy an Xbox console, but I'd pay fifty quid to play Call of Duty on a streaming stick. I think people would do that. You know, I think like if you want to get people to buy a second second box, selling it at such a cheap price is probably the idea. I think this is a good idea for Xbox. I still think this is a bit soon though because I don't think cloud streaming is quite there yet it's still got a bit of latency still not quite like the like the internet in the uk the internet globally is still not at that level like we need like 6g 7g 8g or whatever it's going to be for it to be really effective um i think it is the it's the right direction i feel like netflix is like how people watch watch tv now is like streaming so gaming is probably going to go the same route, but I feel like we're still not quite there technology-wise. I mean, Google Stadia kind of proved that by like dying out already. That they can't, It's not yeah. quite there. Uh, it's it's well, going to be a good option, though. It's a good option to have. I, I still remain in saying that Google always does projects as a matter of experiment, then yeah. something they're likely to take it seriously to give it a long lifespan, because they have... Go- 
built and got with the projects before. So oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, mm. this is the metaverse and all that stuff, you know. <laughs> that's that's Facebook now is metaverse, but um, I think the streaming box is a good idea. I think I will probably end up buying one at some point, so I can have I can play my Xbox games in a different room. Uh, but I don't know what I don't think it's quite there yet. I think it's still we need another two or three years of prototyping to get the streaming quite there. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean. I don't think my internet's good enough for it, and I think I got decent internet. You know, I feel like people on lower income, lower income households, who have basic internet, are not going to be able to play games on this thing. You need that's that's the that's the catch. That's the thing with this. The catch with it really is that it's designed to be cheap, and it's a cheap alternative for gamers. But you need to have really good internet for it to be effective. So it kind of you know you need to have expensive internet for this cheap box to work properly it's it's a bit of a catch-22 isn't it you, you like yeah you, that's right well to me just, yeah. my internet is still bad enough to not stream because i've been trying yeah. to stream halo master chief collection on my xbox in my flat then i can't actually play it without having like still pictures and scrolling bits yeah. there and the thing is it's just like uh, like I just can't even like uh, get to play the game without getting stuck in the middle of the game and then falling off the map, and yeah. it just shows that I am not ready to stream Xbox games on it. But when I went to my no. parents' house, which they got fast internet, now they're going to upgrade to ultra fast internet uh, mm. on November, and I can stream games on I all right on the super fast broadband. They got that, got it working. But then, like, in places like Cornwall, you, you get really absolutely bad internet in some places, which means yeah. you can't even stream 4K. Yeah. It's, it's not, bad. Uh, global internet infrastructure is not quite there yet for this. Like, it'd be good for someone like you, though, as you just said. Like, if you go visit your parents, instead of carrying your Xbox Series X, you just take this little box with you, you can play Xbox games while you're with your parents without having a lug the giant xbox with you everywhere i mean that would be kind of cool uh and they got decent internet so that shouldn't be a problem uh but for the average consumer i feel this we're still not quite at that level yet that's what i think they've, they've said that they're not going to be releasing it anytime soon this like they're still tinkering with it so we might it well, might not even look like this when it eventually releases it might be something completely different um i mean we've I, got think, Samsung I think we're just gonna have I think they're just going to have to leave it as just like a possibility. They might have yeah. something like this and say, oh, we can just redesign it so it'll be like a smaller version of Xbox S because it's got the button yeah. at the top. But I think yeah. once they've like improved it, got the better exterior and say it's like, oh, you can stream stuff on, in this little tiny box that you can get for less, then that's yeah. fine. But it's going to be offer to Wales or anyone who lives at places where there's fast internet and they're yeah. the ones who's going to most benefit from it so they don't have to pay so much for the console when obviously they're living in richer places where they can get faster broadband exactly i mean if you're in like a poverty a country that's in poverty this is and they haven't got very good internet i don't think this is ideal for you really i feel like the mm. series s is the uh is the go-to console still ironically um yeah i i 
I'm excited to see it though when they eventually announce it when it eventually comes out. I feel like this is going to be the third skew. Maybe like like this will be the the next thing that they announce like in like two three years time. I would I said I would love an Xbox handheld as well, which is like streaming, which would be sick. It would be really cool. But I'm not paying three hundred quid for a Logitech version of that. That's ridiculous. If there was an Xbox official one and it was like a hundred pound, two hundred like hundred pound, hundred fifty for a handheld that streams games, I would totally buy that. But three hundred well, quid's too much. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're stuck between that or the Nintendo Switch OLED uh, yeah. edition, I would say they go for the Switch one because oh, yeah. you you can do a lot more than just streaming. Where's the Xbox stated. one? If it's only like stream, then what else is going to be filled with it? Are you going to like have better functionality or stuff like that? Probably no, not. just go for Switch OLED because you, there's true. already cloud-based games that you can get on it. Like it just makes sense. No brainer. I mean, that's that's another thing. You, you that's a good point that you you mentioned when you mentioned the Nintendo Switch OLED. For years, it's been rumored that Xbox is going to get Game Pass onto the Switch. So maybe that's like maybe that's still what they're still trying to do. If we can get Game Pass on Switch, it's the best of both worlds, isn't it? Because then we can stream my Xbox games to my Switch, and I would still have the native Switch games, which like Breath of the Wild. Well, what's it called? Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, uh, aka Breath of the Wild Two and stuff, and then I'll still be able to play like Starfield via streaming on my on my Switch. I mean, if that would be the ideal one, if you could if you could cloud stream, you. Game Pass games to Switch. That's another option as well. I mean, that's something that I yeah, think Xbox like, wants to do. Yeah, definitely. Like, get to arrange Xbox Game Pass to be available for Nintendo Switch, and this will solve a lot of problems. The only thing is that it's an Xbox Game Pass, so unless Nintendo has to like come up with a better service for offering downloads of games, and thus any then snares or snares games. Yeah. Then chances are, with Xbox Game Pass, you're not going to get Nintendo games on because it oh, would no. be anti-competitive to do that. Otherwise, I would be totally down to try Pokemon Arceus without having to pay 40 quid just before Pokemon Violet comes out. But as I would say to you, I'm very looking at buying Pokemon Violet and yeah. getting some Pokemon because I think I keep hearing some really good things about it. I've been avoiding trailers for Violet. Basically, I know I'm. I've already know I'm. I'm already buying it. So I'm trying to avoid spo- uh, spoilers for it. Really, I don't want to really see any of the new Pokemon. I want to just discover it on my own. I, I always find that way, way more enjoyable when I'm discovering it myself. But yeah, um, the Switch is an amazing console. I love my Switch. It's like it's, I I adore the Switch. So if I could have a Switch that also plays my Xbox games, I would be like over the moon. I would be ecstatic with that. Obviously, it wouldn't be as good as having a native Xbox console. And I think that's why how it would work. It'd be a streaming app. It wouldn't have any. It wouldn't have any native games to the Switch. You just have streaming games. So you probably have like the Master Chief Collection, Halo Infinite, and then like just basically the Xbox exclusives on the Switch on the Switch app. I don't know. It's been rumored for a while because there was like there was a there was an interview with Sarah Bond when there was like a Nintendo Switch in the background and it was like it was on a staging area. It's like you know like. As I said, Phil Spencer shows him his shelf off and has always got stuff like little secrets on there. It was in a studio that they had a Switch on a shelf behind Sarah Bond. So there's obviously something going on with Switch, but they're still not quite ready to talk about it. 
I mean, that might be what the key. Yes. Maybe that might be what the keystone might be. It might be like I don't know. It's interesting. I'm really interested to see where the future of Xbox goes. It's really cool that like PlayStation to kind of lock everything to the console, whereas I like the fact that Xbox are kind of like open to put their games on everything, and I think that's really rad. I, I love that. Like I love having like that I can play my games on PC or I can cloud stream them. Or I'm hopefully going to be able to cloud stream them onto other devices soon. Uh, fingers crossed. I if if yeah. the key, if the keystone was fifty quid, would you buy it? I don't know because I think, I would. I think if it's I think the chances are if they're going to be selling it for fifty quid, you have to buy a controller with it. Yeah, unless so you have then. a spare one yourself. Yeah. but I've just do already have a bit of anxiety over Xbox controllers because. True. The Design Labs controller broke on me, and I got yeah. refunded for it. And I'm not going through the process of ordering another Design Labs controller unless I win it in a competition, which means I'm better off like buying one of those pre-made controllers from the shop. Yeah. But, but I think if the Keystone thing you speak of, like if it doesn't have any USB ports for it for the matter, then it's just going to be like it just kind of harms the. Like, because you don't have so many alternative wireless controllers, unless you're willing yeah. to pay extra for a few branded ones, you're just going to be stuck with the Xbox controller, which means you have to buy the official Xbox controller as your best option for it. So, yeah. I just feel that this is oh, yeah. likely to not so beneficial for everyone. Like, if it's meant to be a cheap solution, then it's not going to be it. You have to be in the fast internet area. You're going. You're most yeah. likely to use Xbox's own equipment unless they add USB uh, ports in, or even better, have an Ethernet port in, just like with PlayStation yeah. TV. I imagine which they got one. I think they probably. But, I think they will have ports. Yeah. So if they do, if they do have those things on it, then yeah, then it's better. But I just feel that. This is not likely to be most beneficial for people who wants to buy the Xbox on the cheap, unless they no. are really privileged. True. I feel like the people, the people who are going to buy the Keystone, uh, people who are like uh, option A, me, someone who likes to have all the technology and like and basically already has an Xbox and just wants to have another box for either going when I visit my family in Australia, take the Keystone with me. Or, or have it for my office or for the downstairs TV. Or there's going to be people who are PlayStation diehards who want to play one or two Xbox games and don't want to buy a console to play one or two Xbox games and will prefer to buy that instead. Uh, so like if they're like really diehard PlayStation fans but they want to play Starfield or Redfall or something... And they go, oh, I'll buy the, I'll just buy this Keystone instead. I don't think it's, I think they want to aim it at casual gamers, but I don't think casual gamers, you need good enough internet for it to work. So it doesn't really appeal to casual gamers at the moment. Maybe in another three or four years it will do, but at this moment in time, I don't think it really appeals to the casual. I think it's, you, well... it starts to be quite hardcore for it to be a thing you would buy. I think to me, if, I think my approach to having the cost-effective Xbox solution is... Sorry, I just like this interrupted you so much no, about this fine. whole subject. That's no, good. It's good conversation. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. Um, 
I've always been dreaming that, you know, the Sega Mega Drives and Super Nintendos, like, you just have this a simple console that lets you only play games on it. Yeah. I just feel that Xbox should come up with a, like, a system that's like PlayStation TV, but a little bit slightly large, but it offers wired controllers. You put CDs or cartridges in, and you play indie Xbox games. And that way, it'll be like Xbox Live Arcade, where it's designed where you can only play those sort of games and not like bigger games on it. Because right. that way, it's just like it's cost effective. It doesn't rely on the latest technology like wireless technology or like online dependency. Just like back to the basics where it focuses on one thing and that's focusing on the games. Also, if yeah, it has an interface like a uh, switch, then it only yeah. shows you the games, but also has another option to show media applications. So I just think it's just like, yeah, this this is definitely one system that you can get to set up on your TV. You hook up some wireless controllers and you just enjoy games without having to be so concerned about achievements, the online stuff. I just feel that when you have the Xbox 360, like you have the arcade edition, which only comes with a wired controller and you only use memory cards. I think this is actually quite nice and I like that one, but you just yeah. feel like you need to get a premium Xbox because you benefit from the hard drive, you benefit from the wired con wireless controller, and it's going to be a system where you'll be expected to use internet. Whereas yeah. the Xbox arcade edition is meant to play Xbox Live arcade games but then you can't really fit those on the memory, a lot of them on the memory card, unless you have a hard drive to go with it. So it's just like, it's just like trying to mix a confusion of things and yeah. somehow treats it as if, oh, it's just like the PlayStation 2, but all you need is a memory card, a CD, and, and use it to play games on it. And that's before internet became so sophisticated that... You can just like get the Xbox 360 the hard drive one. You yeah. play games with the internet connection and it is part of your experience. And that's what most people went for it. But that's what true. I mean is it's just like have something that is like the PlayStation 2 where you play games, you don't have to worry about the online Xbox Live in the interface and just treat it as if it's just an ordinary games console. I'm not oh, saying yeah, that as yeah. if it's a cheap and simple solution but i think sorry no it's right i'm being I drinking feel like... like orange juice i agree with you in a lot of ways there i mean like i do miss i do miss the good old days where you literally just stick a game in and it just plays like oh is it is a day one patch that's going to take six hours to, to, to download or oh you have to download this or there's like uh you have loads of adverts on your opening screen and stuff, and it's like, yeah, I miss that. So, I mean, like, I kind of get what you're saying, but obviously that would be, like, you'd be losing a lot of functionality with that. So it's kind of a... Exactly. Uh, so That's the problem, because... You know, I get what you're I saying, just think, though, for sure. Because I think it's just like saying, PS Vita is fantastic for, like, indie games, and that's because it's built with indie games... Well, it was built with indie games in mind, except you have it's supposed to be a powerful machine where you play games that Uncharted on. But yeah. it ended up becoming a more popular platform for playing indie games on. Which I was just saying, like, yes, it's 
it is definitely going to be like, yeah, it, how do I put it? It is going to be like you only be getting it for the indie games when the whole purpose is something a bit more extra. And I get like what I'm proposing. Yeah, you don't get any functionality and you will be required to get the more powerful consoles for. And it would lead people to like question about this whole console. Like if it's only used to play like Xbox 360 or indie games, I think it just seems like as if you're buying a half-assed console yeah. that only plays some of the games there. And this is indeed a risk. But I think the reason I see it is that because of a lot of smaller games that comes out of the system, and quite often they don't have like huge updates, it could serve as a much has less hassle console experience that you can play on. Anyway, I know I'm just dreaming, and because of those cons and everything like that, yeah, it's it's just the thing is, unfortunately, it's oh, how do I put? It? It's just unfortunately it's not going to happen because because I think people would have a huge issue about this kind of system and feels as if they need to have a console with all the trimmings. Hence, they will pop. Xbox will probably expect you to get Series S as a means to like have that similar yeah. kind of experience. And there's already people who bought the Series S to put emulation software on. It's like that's true, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, or you could buy. They could release a uh, Xbox Classic that they they did with the Nintendo. It's like a small, a miniature version with the controllers plugged in. Um, obviously, the only the only thing is like when you, with your scenario is obviously if you're buying cartridges or discs and stuff with indie games on it obviously how would the indie developers afford to print these things onto disc and onto the cartridge like that's the thing with digital distribution is good for indie games because obviously they don't have to pay for postage and packaging and uh physical media so i mean if that they, they works better with a digital interface i mean i kind of think the switch is kind of what you're saying a lot of that is because it doesn't really have the Netflix functionality or anything like that is literally is pretty much a gaming machine. The Switch you can't really do much else with it apart from play games. So the, I think, but I don't know. I don't know. I think how you framed it is just like, yeah, this is pretty much like if you want to have that some of the kind of experience, go for the Switch. Yeah, it's interesting that they do a PlayStation TV version of it where it doesn't have a screen and only connects to the TV. That'd be great. Instead, they offered like Switch Lite, which only strictly is a handheld, and I think yeah. that's a bit of a deal killer for me, because I would rather have a Switch that I can play on the TV all the time. And I was just thinking, why not just have something that connects only to the TV? Oh no, they won't allow for that. Also, Nintendo are in the market where people prefer to play portable games than to have them connected to the TV. So you could definitely tell, like how yeah. Nintendo is likely to say. Oh, I'm sticking with like handhelds because it is a popular type of thing in Japan to have those yeah. type of things. I might I be thought... wrong, of course, because I think people would prefer to play play it on the monitors or TV. But I think they would most likely have like PlayStation Four or even like PC, or yeah. if they got space for it, like PlayStation Five. So yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, apart from the Wii, the Nintendo home console has never sold as well as the handheld consoles 
like the Game Boy, the DS, the 3DS, also better than their console counterparts. So I mean, that's the main reason why Nintendo's going mainly portable because they sell more portable consoles than they do hand uh, home home consoles. Like the Wii U was a massive failure for them. Um, so as I said, apart from the Wii, which was like the exception to the rule, every other console has not done as well as their handheld counterpart. So that's probably why the Switch is more focused on the handheld part instead of the uh, home home console. I personally agree with you, though. I prefer home consoles to handhelds because mm. that's what I grew up yeah. with. But, you know, I, I get what you're saying. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so the the Keystone. Interesting idea. Don't know if they're going to release it anytime soon. I would buy it if it came out, if it's a reasonable price. If Obviously, if it was over, if it was like, Nearly two hundred pound, then I probably wouldn't buy one. But if it was around the hundred pound mark, I would probably get it. I think that's a decent device to have in another room, just so like you can keep playing your games. Um, uh, yeah, it's a nice bit, nice bit of technology. But I don't think it's the casual. It's going to appeal to the casual market like Xbox hoping it will, because internet is not quite there yet. Uh, that's my opinion when it comes to the Keystone. Uh, um, how do you feel about the Keystone? Was that something you would be interested in, or is it just a, a no from you, straight up, and you just stick to the the S? Or uh... well, well, first of all, I would say, like, I don't have in the moment got any legitimate space to put a streaming uh, device on. Like, yeah. I could. There might be a few places that can do that, but as for my flat. No. Like, if it's useful for me to stream games on and stream it on Twitch, then I could have the setup with my PC, but it would be better to have a Series S for that matter, which yeah. I'm not going to be able to have a lot of money for it. But, I mean, if I have the space and, and do anything, then it would be, I could see this being useful if I have internet. But right now, the amount of games you have on the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Then it's you're only limited to those because if you have games you own but it's not part of a game pass, you can't stream them. You have to get to yeah, play them on the true. Xbox Series X and S. So therefore the keystone may not have a lot of functionality, like how my console idea is not likely to have a lot of functionality because you can't play powerful games on it. So no. it's just like trying to deal with which sacrificial means to get the console on the cheap when you could end up saving money for either Xbox Series S or Xbox Series X. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're paying, if you're paying over £100 for this thing, if it was like £150, I would just say get this Series S. Like, I, I, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, it has to be really cheap for it to be worthwhile. I don't think it's worthwhile buying if it's... If there's only like £100 between this and the Series S... You're better off going for the upgrades, you know, the, the having it native, you know, and then as you said, you have access to other games as well. You don't have to stream everything. Uh, I think you're right there. Um, I'm really intrigued to see what if if they ever do release it though, or if they do release a handheld. I just I want to see what Xbox have planned next. I would love to see the next ten years of Xbox, but we uh, unfortunately we're on the outside looking in, so. Uh, we we don't know what Xbox have got planned, but I'm really curious to see what they got planned next. Um, so I think that's it for today's episode. Unless there's anything else you wanted to add? 
well, we were going to have a short episode, but turns out the streaming box serves a huge chunk of this podcast. Oh, like, yeah. I thought there's not going to be much of it, and I thought, oh, it's only just a leak. But now we yeah. just like have <coughs> so much interest in it because yeah. this streaming box has a lot of possibilities. When it's really... probably going to end up serving a niche than going yeah. for the mass population because the mass population is going to be like, why go for that if you can just get Xbox Series S without having to worry about the internet all the time? But why, yeah. get, <laughs> why get a Series S when I can play Candy Crush on my phone? That's what most popular. <laughs> I can play Diablo Immortal on my phone instead of playing Diablo 4. Oh, no. Mobile if you get gamers. a cheap-ass Android phone for that, yeah. Mobile gamers. Play six, play, I, I, I'm going to pay 600 quid for a phone so I can play games for a quid and pay microtransactions. I don't get that logic. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a console <laughs> gamer, pure, pure bread, Xbox gamer. Um, but yeah, that's it for today. Um... What do you guys think? Are you, you, let us know in the comments below. Would you buy a Keystone? How much would you pay for one? Let us know in the comments below if you would get one. Um, are you excited for The Witcher to come back? Uh, let us know in the comments below. And subscribe and share this video with your mother and your auntie and your your cousin and your second cousin because we need to get this, this channel growing because it's still quite small and we want to try and get out there. So if you just share it with your friends and family, we would really appreciate that. Um, thank you for watching. Uh, I'm going to leave the last word up to you, Alice. What, you, what would you like to say before we go? That I think it really made my day to having this podcast done. Plus, I, oh, I don't you. have a webcam on, but you may have otherwise saw me smiling because I've shown Caden some fan art of her and she was like yeah. so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> We're all smiling now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, f thanks for joining. I obviously, you didn't really want the webcam on today, which is fair enough. Um, it's been one of those kind of weeks this week. But we tune in next week, and we will have more Xbox news for you guys. Thank you for watching, and until next time, bye! Too sweet! Bye! Bye-bye! Bye! Thank you for listening to the Xbox The Box podcast. Follow us at Xboxbox on Twitter, or X Marks the Box on YouTube. And follow us on all audio podcast services. Thanks for listening.